living on the ledge. Wait, is that Gallagher smashing fruit with a sledge? Excuse me while I finish this piece of cheese shaped in a wedge. You're listening to the Living on the Ledge podcast with DMV Mike on the Giggles Live radio network. Please welcome your host, DMV Mike. Hey, how you doing there, Tom? It's good, man. I'm excited to be back here at the towers here in Oxnard. It's, it's a warm one up here today. I mean, I get the misters going. And it gets a little extra warm because we have not only the usual heat, but it bounces off of the, it reflects right off this beautiful building on us. Yeah, with the glass. Yeah. Sometimes if we get a chance, we can get some of these window air conditioners and flip them around backwards. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I wish I would have thought of that. We could have got those guys. Uh, maybe we could have talked to the goat yoga people and see if they'd flip it around for us. Yeah. I mean, if they just flip it around. Oh, God, there's a cool one there. Yeah, there you go. A little bit of that. Uh, what, what is it? What do they call that? The Mount Rainier beer? Yeah, Nectar of the Gods. I think that's what they call it. <laughs> My, uh, I had a boss that loved Keystone Light, and he, he, all he talked about is how he couldn't wait to get off work so he could go get his Keystone. Keystone Light? Yeah, because he got it at the gas station for like two bucks for a 12 pack or something like that. Back in the olden days. The olden days. There's a lot of stuff going on in the in the Giggles world. What's what's going on in your world? My world is just plenty of glass to clean. I always have plenty of glass to, to clean. I mean, it, it gets dirty, clean it, and come back. They'll be dirty again, you know I mean? <laughs> dirty glass equals working your butt. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> well, we have our big uh, Giggles secret show coming up in Camarillo, coming up on the 10th. Now, have they announced a location for that yet? Or uh, that's, still a top secret? that's a secret location. The a purchase of location. tickets gets you that location. So some people know the location. Only those who have bought tickets. And then the people that don't buy tickets, we just put a sack over their head or a pillowcase and we take them there and then they never know where they're at. Yeah, the people that don't buy tickets don't go. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I thought maybe we escorted them there with pillowcases on their head. And Yeah, but we have a really we have a really fun show. That, uh, we have some of our Giggles favorites. Uh, Eddie Pence is going to be there. Jennifer Sturger is going to be there. Nice. Uh, it's going to be a really good time. So, you know, we've got a little bit of a good show going on. And then... Fast forward to September 30th, that is going to be the seventh anniversary of Giggles Live in beautiful Santa Paula, and that show is a banger. We've got a lot of great comics, and comics that grew up through Giggles, too. And I, I can't believe um, it's been seven years for Santa Paula. It just doesn't seem like that, you know? Isn't that crazy to think back and to the... Uh, just flies by. Yeah, going to the, the, the Moopoo Grill back seven years ago and starting the shows there and, and then ending up over... It feels like it's been longer. It really does feel like yeah. it should have been longer. I got to figure out if maybe somebody messed up on the math there. <laughs> on the math. Because I'm like, man, because in my mind, we spent you know a couple of years at Moo Poo, but real, in reality, I don't think we were there a full maybe year. Maybe it's seven years in like dog years, you know? I mean, you know maybe. how you do the dog years? It's seven years. Well, so we were at Moo Poo for about a year, and then we were at uh, Glen Tavern for a couple years, maybe two, maybe three years. Yeah, I guess that, that matches up then couple years three years at the at the hangar i guess that adds up yeah it gives yeah, seven right there yeah because one three one three and three yep that's seven the thing was we weren't at our first location super long it, we, no. we we kind of stopped doing comedy when uh when there would only be two three people in the audience <laughs> and, and, and i think that could do with the fact that they didn't put up 
promotion posters. I, the posters would go up, and then the employees would take them down because they didn't want to work that night. I was going to say, the posters <laughs> indeed went up. I know that for a fact. Yeah. I hung them myself. And I also watched the owner, Chris, hang them. And I, I also drove back 20 minutes later to see that they'd been taken down by the servers <laughs> yeah. who did not want to work, work late on a Friday or Saturday evening. So that's fine. That's It, it is what it is. And uh, it's unfortunate because that was a great spot, and Chris was doing a great job with that that restaurant. It would have been uh, really cool if he had all the support he needed to make that thing happen because we enjoyed the play. Great restaurant. And we learned that by making your serving staff also comics, it actually aided in giving, giving us locations and really great service. That leads into <laughs> a great thing to bring up, and the fact that the server that we created, the comic that we created out of who was once a server, the beautiful, the talented Sierra, she's going to return to the hangar for that oh, show. Oh, nice. So yeah. Return to the hangar. That's, yeah. that's going to be like everybody that was there. Now, she used to work there. Yeah. And now when Evie and most of that crew left, she kind of left with the with the old crew, not, not out of any, nothing against the new crew or anything like that. It just kind of the new folks came in and kind of did their own thing, and uh, a lot of Evie and the crew left. So Sierra hasn't been back to the restaurant really since uh, since the last time we did comedy there. So it's going to be a, a big, fun moment for her to get there, and hopefully uh, a bunch of her friends will come out and hang out and watch her do her thing as she keeps getting better at the stand-up comedy. Yeah, I love her comedy. She does a really good set. Yeah, so we've got Sierra. We have, uh, we have let's see, we have Sierra. We have uh, Jen Sturger. We have Cat Alvarado. We have um, who else did we have? We've got a, we've got a oh, really Chuck, good Chuck Testa. Well, yeah, we got Chuck Testa. We've got our regular giggles guys. Are all going to be there? Giggles guys. Yeah, Jim. Jim. I'm trying to remember who else did I put on? Oh, Ian Salmon and, Ian and, Sarah, and Sarah Newell. Yeah, we've got a really good show, and it's it's just it's hard to remember everybody in one sitting. I should write it down or have a poster in front of me. But we do really have a really great show. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's a really nice lineup of comics. Yeah. Maddie's disappointed she can't be here tonight. She's sick, she, but she wanted to come in and drop some goats. She enjoyed doing that with you the other week. Oh, goat dropping, yeah. Tommy wants to do it, too. Tommy's going to come in one of these days and do a show with us, too. I, I was thinking instead of dropping goats, we can just drop goat droppings. So that might be a new way we can do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Less Maybe. cleanup. Well, for us, because we yeah. just leave it. But, you know, sometimes you feel guilty <laughs> when you see, you know, goat stuff laying all over the place. Yeah. But, it's just poop. We just leave it. Yeah. A little bit of goat droppings for the... Plus, half of those cars parked down there are already covered in bird shit anyway. Yeah. I, I think they use it for parking for other events and stuff. I don't think these are all people that work here at the tower. Yeah. If you want, we, you can drop. Did you have anything you wanted to drop off today? We're pretty high up today. We made it all the way up here to... I don't know what, what floor this is. I don't know if you can tell. No. Let's see. Looking at that... Where the lights are on there, 16... Okay, we're probably about 17 floors up. Oh, okay. I thought we were higher than that. that that's not too no, bad. Just, it's, it's perspective. I mean, if, if you don't look straight down, I mean, I usually look down at an angle just so it doesn't look like it's this high up. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're like you're like the only window washer with vertigo. That's, yeah. That's fun. <laughs> I'm a great window washer, but I'm terrified of heights. Yeah, I don't like doing the height thing, but <laughs> I'll do those windows that are closer to the ground. <laughs> For the longest, weren't you just pushing the windows out and trying to wash them from the inside? Yeah, that was the... And then until they started dropping and we had to replace them. <laughs> Yeah, they get really upset when you drop a window on a car. Yeah, <laughs> the goats—they uh, don't don't complain too much. Oh, there you go. There's—is that gonna hit it? Yep. Oh wow, you got it. Nice. Yeah, we we started out doing this with um, tea bags. We were tea bagging cars. Remember that? That's probably where it needs to stay. 
with just the tea bags. I think the tea bags is a really good. It's a good way of doing things. Yeah, and the the tea bags are just the right weight for setting off a car alarm, and and they don't do that much damage. And I think people have gotten used to us doing this because they don't even come out here as quick as they used to to shut them off. You know, never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just let them go. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Although if they're higher up in the building, they might not hear it too. And I think they know that whenever we're taping a show, they know what days to that we're going to be dropping stuff. Yeah, I think security kind of gives them a little heads up on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? I wanted to um, comment on a... I listened to one of the podcasts, which was um, Matt and Chuck. Oh, yeah. And um, I really enjoy that show. I mean, some of the stuff that they were talking about, I mean... Aren't they great? Both of them host really good shows. When they do, they, sometimes they'll do a combo show and it's great. Yeah, the one sometimes, I listened to was a was a repeat of a combo show, but I hadn't caught it before, and it was a really good show. I mean, they do a good job. Even and uh, uh, Matt is a really good host, and Chuck does a really good job hosting. So they both of them have good shows on their own, but then when they combine, they do a great job, and they they're always on each other's shows. So they're always, you know, it's kind of always a combo show. But it's, they, they have a little bit of different personalities based on, is this Matt show or is it Chuck's show? So. And I have a crocodile. I'm not sure if it's a crocodile or an alligator. I'm not sure what it is. I just got it in pieces. Uh-huh. But I was hoping they could do something with me on it, you know, as far as putting it back together. Oh, put it, is this the one that you hit over there on Spinnaker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Rich Galano was filling me in that that, that croc was on Spinnaker, and I ran right over him. <laughs> I remember when that was first re- reported, I believe they thought it was a deer at first. Yeah, it, they thought, hey, they it was a deer, a deer. deer on, off of Spinnaker it was just hit by a car. It actually was a croc. And, that next, and I remember the next uh, update was, well, that deer that he hit actually wasn't a deer. We think it might have been a bear. And then the next update was that bear that we thought it might have been actually wasn't a bear. We think it might have actually been a cold-blooded mammal, which really blew everybody away. And then about five or six updates in, we finally found out that it's either a crocodile or alligator, but nobody knows because we're California. This guy's never going to shut this alarm off, huh? This yeah, I don't like know what's the, going on down there. Screw, He's got know? like one of the longest alarms. Maybe, that, maybe that's because it's on loop. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why. Okay. But wasn't, wasn't there a movie... I'm thinking of a movie about a crocodile that lived in the sewer, and and it, it grew to a huge size, and they had to get it out of the sewer. Yeah, like a horror movie, right? Yeah, it's called I, Croc, I think, or something. It was Croc. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember exactly what it was. We're gonna have to look into that because now we're we're thinking about getting more into the horror movie memorabilia business. The genre, not really, yeah. Not really. <laughs> I just well, saw well, some knives for sale. Oh. Well, you were yeah, you were telling me about that. It was knives, and it was a hockey jersey that was signed by was it the Jason, wasn't it? Yeah, there's the Jason, the Vuries, um, the Vuries or whatever. I think it's Vuries was his name on the in the movie. But uh, it was there's that jersey, and then you could also the Hanson brothers jersey is also oh, okay. and it's signed by all three of the Hanson brothers, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that, that was one of my favorite movies growing up. I love that movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. dated now, but I mean, it's still one that I can sit through every time it comes on. I mean. The slap, slapstick, right? Yeah, That's slapstick. what we were talking about, yeah. right? With yeah. Paul Newman and yeah. Next time I look at it, I have to tell you. I know that I, the prices are kind of high because I think the ones they have now are framed, but they go in and out of. Sometimes they have them um, where they just sell them. You know, where you buy them as a jersey, and sometimes they get them framed and they sell them as a frame job. Usually, significantly more expensive. Yeah, fr- <laughs> a frame job is always expensive. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we framed that one guy, remember? He's still doing time for that. Uh, just, just slightly framed him. 
football season's coming up. Are you excited about your Los Angeles Rams? Uh, not really. No, not at all. <laughs> this is probably one of the least excited I think I've been over football. I, I think once once they they got the the Super Bowl is just like okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like if they next? did it, if they did it again, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting year. There's a lot of movement going around and uh, and a lot of not movement going around. Jimmy Garoppolo staying with the 49ers after all those trade rumors and all that stuff. He signed. And I, I've been telling people, just don't overlook the fact that he may be with the 49ers next year. Nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody wanted to believe it. Jimmy G wanted to stay with <laughs> me. I mean, he wanted to stay with the 49ers, so he didn't go anywhere. And, that, and he's going to be a Niner this year. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be glad he got your approval. <laughs> now, now, did Maddie add any more mics to her collection of baseball cards? Uh, she did. I actually stole one. Mike Lacoste I put right here. Look at <laughs> oh, okay. That. Yeah, I stole it from her. He he pitched in a game that I went to, so I, uh, so I, I stole that from her. She'll steal it back as soon as she sees it. Or she'll leave it. She might actually like it there. She'll be like, oh, let's leave it there. It, it kind of is nice because it's kind of like a walk of fame here on the ledge. We've got this nice um, piece of plexiglass that we walk on, and then we put all this nice collectible stuff underneath it, and vintage signed cards and autographs. Yeah, we try to keep it nice and pretty for everybody coming up alongside of the building. You just never know when somebody's going to come up alongside of the building. And what's nice is sometimes we get guests on here. Like, I, I see you've got a signed R.W. Martin from the early part of his career. So, I mean. Oh, yeah. When, when he was jaded by Chevy Chase. Yeah, 16 by 20 of R.W. Martin, <laughs> dressed like Ernest P. Laurel. Yeah. yeah. Ernest P. Laurel. Yeah. Hey, Vern. <laughs> yeah. Him, what, what is he? He's the man of a thousand faces or a yeah. cosplayer of a thousand people? So I wonder if he were to go to like one of the comic cons or something like that, dressed like Ernest P. Worrell. I bet most people go, what? And they bet they think he was just a weird dude, not not a character. That's what's weird is some of that stuff that, I mean, I used to quote all the time um, uh, dialogue from Spinal Tap. And oh, Spinal yeah. Tap was like my movie go-to for stuff. And I would I'd quote dialogue from it, but nobody remembers that anymore, you know? I mean, yeah. it's like, it's like... I think even when it was... I think even when it was hit, it was a certain kind of people that watched that movie. Like, it, yeah. like there's, the, you know, you know, there's certain, it's like an inside joke kind of thing. But I totally get what you mean. Right? And the other one was Strange Brew with um, Bob and Doug McKenzie. That was one that was, I mean, hey, yeah. you hoser and A. I mean. So what you got to do is get more serious about your office viewing. I know you watch The Office. The uh -huh. office quotes are really good. Me and my friend Brittany office quote each other all the oh, time. Okay. It's great. Yeah, I used to do it with uh, with uh, I used to office quote with Jordan, my ex wife's sister, and I um, and Tommy will office quote with me a little bit. So that's a that's a good good thing to have in your pocket because the office had an unlimited quotes from beginning yeah. to end. Even after Michael left, they still had some great quotes. Yeah, because my favorite one from that would be um, remember when Dwight was calling the radio station and it was that um, metal station to win tickets or something. He's like, "Am I the ninety fifth caller?" Oh yeah, that's right. And, I and, about and that one. I used to use that one all the time when I would win stuff off the radio and I'd call in and they said, "Oh no, we already got the winner." And I was like, "Am I the ninety fifth caller?" <laughs> Am I the ninety fifth <laughs> caller? <laughs> but I had a, a quite. See, uh, you remember those days? People now that have won stuff on radio, they don't remember that in the old days you used to have to be like caller number 105 yeah. now it's like you're caller number 10 and the radio stations are begging please 10 people call 
complete. When I worked at KVTA, uh-huh. we did constant tests where there would be two phone callers. And you'd go, okay, I got to count to 10. I got to wait for this person to call back again. I got to wait for the, that we would, we had so, I mean, and it happened so many times where there would only be two phone callers oh, per contest. Yes. Yeah. So sad. So that's why the same people would win all the time. And this was long after you retired. Yeah. You, you would win con- contests when it was, there was actually some kind of skill involved. Yeah. Now you just listen to a radio and chances are nobody else is listening so you can win. <laughs> that, that was 3,397 wins in a 10-year period for me doing compulsive radio contesting, which was, I mean, and it was funny because people thought I was like a mercenary. They would call me and ask me to win stuff for me. They're like, oh, that stagecoach country thing's coming up. Can you win it for me? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll try. And it's like, how much do you want for it if you... I mean, I was like, uh, let me see. Let me see how hard it's going to be to win it, you know? My favorite thing about radio was all of the people who bugged me about free shit all the time have gone away now that I'm not in radio <laughs> anymore. And that I love. I love that I don't get, hey, can I get some gun show tickets? Hey, man, you got any extra tickets to the Scottish Games? Hey, man, you got any extra tickets? Okay, hey, man, you got any extra tickets? Like, we weren't friends to begin with, so yeah. it's perfectly fine with me if you go away now, you know? <laughs> Can you tell I don't miss the radio gig so much? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 can, I can sense it. I can sense it. <laughs> and that was the one that, that's how I got DMV as my my name, basically, was I won something from K-Tide one time. I called and I won a prize. I think it was, I think it was a trip and concert tickets for something, and it was like a three-day stay plus concert tickets. I remember what it was. I remember your first radio prize. What it was, was it? the Air Supply Sleeping Bag Experience. That's what it was. Yep, it, it was the slumber party. Air Supply Slumber Party. It was the Air Supply Sleeping Bag <laughs> Experience. It was so neat. And, <laughs> but, but what was so funny about it was I win, and then the next day, it was before they, they said you couldn't win consecutive stuff, so I won again, and they were like, what do you do all day that you can sit around and win stuff off the radio? And I go, I can't tell you exactly where I work. I can just give you the initials. I said, DMV. And they go, Department of Motor Vehicles. And I'm like, somebody lost a job on that. You know, Let I mean, me write somebody. that down. <laughs> we're going to let go of somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anybody with a name, Mike. DMV Mike. Let's get rid of that money. There was a there was a um, personnel review on every single guy named Mike in the yeah. DMV. Yeah, they went back through, <laughs> and, and and they watched his um, timeline of his phone calls, what he made, and outgoing calls. <laughs> and, and then the one I used to psych out radio stations with is I would tell them I had what I called the Doppelganger Four Thousand. They're like, "What's that?" I go. I can call eight phone lines in one phone call. And they're like, how do you do it? I go, I got like foot pedals, like guitar <laughs> foot pedals. And they're tied into phone switches. And it was just like, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in there eight times just with one phone call, you know. And and I believe that the petroleum that was produced by that was used to create the first high fiver, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. When I melted it on the pedals, I made my first high five. <laughs> <laughs> It all, it all runs together. It all yeah. comes from somewhere. And that's what I'm hoping to do when um, we go out to the Giggles' seventh anniversary show. Um, I'm going to bring out some of the prop comedy. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I love the prop comedy. I was trying to see if we had a, a fixer weather report, but it's oh. apparently not preloaded, so we can't do it. I was going to have him tell us if it was nice or not in California. You do have the flashing blue light, so that might be somebody on hold there thinking that they're going to win a prize. No, I think that's the wind. Oh, okay. That's just the sound. That's just the wind. Sound. Just the wind. Checking on the sound. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and then we always have. What is this one? 
Oh, that's our goats. We have goats over oh, there, okay. too. Oh, okay. Yeah, those, the goats are right. I think they're in the next the next building over. Oh, okay. That's where the, uh, the goat yoga, things like that. Yeah, they, that. yeah, they like it when you pump up the jams. Ooh. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have opened that window, but and then you just, you know, when you're tired of them, you just get rid of them. You start dropping them. That goat, that goat sound bite was a lot shorter than I remembered it. Yeah, I, I, I thought. It, <laughs> I thought I was not ready to drop him yet. There you go. There you go. There goes a goat. As long as he doesn't hit a car. Oh, no, he hit of a course car. he gets a car. Yeah. Well, there's gonna be two mad people: a goat owner and a car owner. Yeah. It's alright if you only make one mad, but when you make them both mad in one, it's kind of a. A little bit of a bummer. I've, I've got to do this. Clean up on aisle four, please. Clean up on aisle four. <laughs> I, I used to love that about the store, you know? I mean, you would go in there and I'd, you'd purposely do something to make a mess, and then, then you'd hear it as you were walking through the store, clean up on aisle four. <laughs> no, that's aisle seven. You know what I used to do? To, uh, I used to, we'd walk in the grocery store with my friends. I would take a bag of chips, and I would throw it as far as I can. <laughs> It was like a own little personal special Olympics where I was trying to hit like I tried to throw it like five aisles over. I usually hit about four aisles over, but I was trying to throw it. I wanted to get him as far as I could. <laughs> I never got nobody ever. No, I never had a manager say anything to me about it. They probably were like they probably knew I wouldn't do it again. You know that night, so they're just like, ah, he's done. And the, the crazy things you do as a kid, too, is you go in there and take a shopping cart. Oh, this load was up a shop. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> we, we would load up a shopping cart and then just go all over the store taking merchandise and fill the shopping cart completely and then get right up, I mean, into like the 15 items or less line. And you have you know that someone's going to say something and someone would give you shit about being in there with 45 items. And then I'd say... Okay, that's the way it's got to be. Then I'm not going to shop here anymore. No, <laughs> right, just leave the car. Yeah, <laughs> just go start a fight for no yeah, reason. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> we, my favorite thing that we used to do. I think I've told you about this when my buddy Marco would get into his. He had a pair of jeans, an old pair of jeans. So he cut it into like a thong. He cut it into like a. <laughs> and his favorite, I don't know why, his favorite thing to do was to put that on and go apply for jobs. So he'd walk into a grocery store, ask the manager for an application, he'd fill it out right there in his, in, <laughs> he called them his Daisy Dukes, but it was a thong, if oh, that, God. right? And uh, it was so funny to see. And we would sit outside and we'd video it because he made sure he stayed where the camera could see him. <laughs> Do you realize how wealthy we'd be? We, would, we were like ahead of all that stuff, man. We'd be so wealthy by now if we would have monetized that and saved those videos. It was so great. Yeah, that's kind of like the, the early MTV. We should call him, see if he wants to do it again. I bet he'd still do it. He lives in San Luis Obispo. I thought, why am I putting all this information out there? Never mind. <laughs> well, well, if you want, you can give the phone number over. Yeah. I didn't tell you where he works or anything. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, though. Get him out there. <laughs> I remember, I couldn't imagine how, how nervous he was because sitting in the car videotaping made me terrified. Like, I was, I don't know why. It was so nerve-wracking. It's so funny. Do you actually like job interviews? Or I always uh, tripped out on job interviews with people. I mean, people. I mean, I. I mean, I. It depends. Like I've, I'm definitely not prone to screwing one up. That's for sure. When I was in uh, my first job interview I ever did was at Target, and the lady asked me uh, what high school I went to, and I said, "Oh, I go to La Entrada." And she's like, I haven't heard of that. And I said, well, it's a continuation school. I got, got sent there because I'm kind of lazy. 
Yeah, I that said that in a job a, interview. Uh, that might not be a good thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> yeah, the one that I always used to throw in there is like, um, I'm the, the the first person in here 15 minutes early, but um, don't expect me to be around 15 minutes till five, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to get here early. I'm going to be here at least 20 minutes before my shift, but come lunchtime, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm done. If I'm not here the rest of the day, go look for me. <laughs> what other kind of jobs did you have? God, with me, um, one of my very first jobs I had was my dad had a surplus electronics store, and he would buy all kinds of surplus electronics. Oh, cool. And then he would field scrap a lot of stuff, and then the other stuff would go in um, where people would pick up miscellaneous parts. or And I just remember just, I mean, you it, to me it was like demolition. You know, you just went in there and you could just cut stuff all apart and mm-hmm. fillet it till you get the good stuff that you're going to scrap out. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> what a great gig. How yeah. fun. And I did that when I was like 13 years old working for my dad. So it was nice. I mean, it was like I probably made a couple of bucks an hour and um, learned a lot. You know, I mean, learned that stuff was valuable if you scrapped it, you know. Yeah. And you also kind of learn how to salvage things and how to find value in something that somebody else might have thrown away or whatever. Yeah. That's a cool thing. Uh, and the thing, too, um, a lot of the military stuff would have um, like gold plating on stuff and then um, a oh, lot yeah. of aluminum and aluminium and the military's always been fantastic at wasting money yeah <laughs> there's yeah. one thing as a former military dude i'd see those receipts come by i'm like are you serious and, and i remember that because my dad would go to the auctions and it would be the auctions for stuff and he, and you'd buy it for dollars mm-hmm. and and you'd look at it and someone spent like probably i don't know two thousand dollars for that you know they have it made or ten thousand dollars and uh, now we're gonna get rid of it yeah, well, that time that I bought the, remember I accidentally bought the hundred and whatever, hundred and sixty-eight extra can or hundred sixty-eight extra kits of paint on accident. I, I was doing purchasing and I was supposed to, I was supposed to have no more than twelve in my um, in my shed. I went and there was like three or four, so I thought, okay, so I'm going to bring it up to par by ordering six or seven more. Well, when I put it in the computer, what I'm actually ordering is each one counts for a par. So they, without without calling and saying, hey, this seems kind of weird that you want thousands of gallons of paint. <laughs> Nobody called. The truck showed up one day with all this paint on there, just all this paint. And each one of those paint, each, and they, each kit was two gallons. Every gallon was $56. So each kit was $116. And you have like, Hundreds and hundreds oh, and hundreds. God. Nobody called to say, "Hey, what's the deal, dude? What's why are we ordering so much of this stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> they still haven't used it all. I bet oh, out there, God. Hickam Air Force Base. <laughs> if you're currently using paint from 1993 and you work at Hickam Air Force Base, call us right now. We want to hear from yeah. you on the Giggles Live Radio. We'll, we'll give you some free show tickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of free show tickets, we're starting to run run out of time, so we better make our way down. Towards okay. the side of the building, hopefully. Uh, Start w- winding this thing up here. I thought we were going to do an extra hour because the goat was still moving a little bit, but now that it's completely done moving, I'm not afraid to go back down there. So goats can, goats can be kind of cranky if they feel like you're the one that threw them off of yeah. something. I've noticed that. I don't know if uh, if you've if you've dealt with that much. Yeah, they chase after you. That's nah, just kind of little pricks. <laughs> go up and ram their heads into kids yeah. and stuff. Kind of crazy. 
What? Watch your fingers. Yeah, I did. I got the. I did. Oh, look at that. The wind just went off. That was nice. It <laughs> 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 wasn't my best day at button pushing today, but at least hey. we got a good show under yeah. the, un, in the books, right? Yeah. And that goat, no goats were hurt. Uh, yeah, no goats were hurt during this episode. As far as you know, because you can't prove it. No, you can't tell. They got those yeah. leg warmers on. You can't tell if they got any reoccurring yeah. injury. <laughs> yeah, you have to take our word for it. There's no way for you to prove we hurt a goat. How about that? Yeah, when they have the yoga pants and the leg warmers, you can't tell what happened to them. I mean, they can be completely flipped over. Well, great show, okay. Mike. As always, DMV Mike, Living on the Ledge. Wonderful as always. There's something in the air. It's glass cleaner. No goats were injured during this broadcast. Clean up on aisle four, please. Let me write that down. Living on the ledge. Paper bags and liquid pledge. Huff at your own discrepancies. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs>